0: Welcome to the Fan Team Focus podcast and we are in game week 38, the final one of the season. Everyone's laughing, mostly at me because I just messed up the intro, um, but I'll cut that out so no one can hear that. Um, we're at the final week of what feels like a, a very long season um, and I probably am quite looking forward to a break actually. I mean, we'll still be doing content, don't get me wrong, but I'm looking forward to a break. Um, And then, obviously, we've got the Euros before the football kicks off again. Um, How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Ben?
1: Yeah, very well, thanks. Yeah, no, it'd be nice to have a little refresher before the Euros. Um, Yeah, excited for this game week. Got 10 fixtures all at the same time. I love that. Um, Should be a good one. Um, Fan team are doing a special, what is it, €5 entry, 10 k to the winner. Bit different. Be interesting. See how that goes down.
0: Yeah, I reckon it's going to be you know, that's the only competition they're running, isn't it? So it's definitely going to be popular. Um, Yeah. What what about you, Callum?
2: Yeah, I'm not here to talk about the football. I'm just here to talk about the Eurovision fan team at £3,000 contest that I'm all over. I can't (laughs) wait.
0: (laughs) We we, we will talk about that because I've just noticed that we've uh, received an article through that will be going up on the website shortly. Incredible. Uh, I can't wait to read that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's going to be interesting, yeah. But whatever you do, like, like like with Spurs, don't play England.
2: <laughs> no, I don't even um, I don't even know how it's scored. Is it like to get certain points for how high you are? I don't even know, but I'm well I've excited. I haven't watched it for a while. I think <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not entering the football this weekend. My my last budget is going towards the Eurovision. Fair
1: enough. <laughs> there's tears or something like that. I need to have a proper look. I'm actually going to play it.
2: Yeah, play me too. I'm all
0: over it, 100%. <laughs> Where, when actually is it? <laughs> don't know. Good, good I not <laughs> No idea
1: Saturday what it night? Is. Probably. I'm not sure. Saturday or Sunday night.
0: No, fair enough. Right. Let's jump into the games. Um, we'll try and whiz through some of them because some of them are not going to be, you know, particularly exciting games. But with the the end of the season sort of finale, where all the games kick off at the same time, you tend to see some weird score lines. You also tend to see some heavy rotation. You know, young players may be given a chance. And I noticed from some of the team news that's already filtering through that some players are going to be out. And there's, you know, teams like Man United, who are obviously involved with the um, uh, Europa League final in midweek, are going to be heavily rotating their players. um, Which I guess is already factored into the prices. Because when I opened up to have a look at the prices, Wolves seemed ridiculously expensive and United seemed ridiculously cheap. Uh, but when you count into the fact that it's going to be uh, Nuno's long, uh, last game as he's uh, leaving Wolves at the end of the season um, and Man United are going to be rotating quite heavily then you know maybe those prices are right but let's start at the top we'll start with uh, I guess in terms of games where there's something riding on it, there's really not that many um, there's nothing riding on this one we've got Arsenal at home against Brighton, Arsenal have looked dismal recently. Brighton have looked reasonably good, although it looks like they're going to be without Welbeck and Dunk should be back. Um, any thoughts on this one, Ben? Any sort of appealing options that you can think of?
1: Um, well, Arsenal haven't been playing well, but their results have been okay. So, um, I've got Pepe down as an option here. He's got a little bit of form going into this. He's actually got a lot more goals than I thought he had this season, although a lot of them in the Europa. Um, looking at the odds for 0-0, I mean, there should be goals in this, um, but Arsenal are quite big favourites and I just don't, I'm not sure about that, so that means they're quite expensive. Um, it's not, not one I think I'll be putting into my teams, to be honest, Arsenal players or Brighton players. Um, normally I look at Brighton defence, but Last game of the season, I think it's going to be very hard to pick defenders. And um, yeah, I don't think their prices particularly appeal to me either. So, no, not really.
0: Yeah, Ben Dunkson at 5.9 million. You know, he's the kind of player that pops up with a goal. And um, obviously, it's last game of the season. But yeah, what about you, Callum? Any interest in these if you were playing this over your revision? <laughs> no, um,
2: not particularly. Um I saw a stat on Twitter. It was something along the lines of the average per goals per game week from game week one to thirty-seven is normally like two point one something. And then in game week thirty-eight, the average is around three to something so it literally the average on kind of the last 15 20 years is by a whole extra goal on average so like Ben said I'm gonna basically just go as minimal defenders as I can go as attack heavy as I can so I'm gonna be looking for very cheap defender options because I can't really see many clean sheets so just looking at this. Arsenal, not really. Tin is a little bit too expensive. Obviously, I'm gonna be looking for really for a defender that's gonna hopefully get me an attack in return because like I, said, I can't really see clean sheets. But just by looking through these prices, there's nobody there really that really sticks out, especially that we've got the whole ten fixtures. I think this is probably gonna be an avoid for me. Lacazette and Abamion was slightly too expensive. Pepe Saki, yeah. Um, no, it is a it's a no for me, I'm afraid.
1: Actually, yeah,
0: don't blame you. I'm not
1: I've excited. I've actually got that. the um, clean sheet percentages here. Um, yeah, all quite low, as you can imagine. Arsenal, though, are at forty-two percent, fourth favorite for a clean sheet, whereas Brighton are all the way down at eighteen hmm. percent. Yeah. So
0: basically, that's saying no to this game.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not one. When I've done a couple of practice builds, it's it. It wasn't one where either player either. Teams, um, players from either team were calling
0: out to me. Okay, let's move on to the next game. And the next game is a game probably I'd like to watch um, if they were not playing at exactly the same time. Um, and that is Villa at home against Chelsea. On the Villa side, we've had Grealish back. Um, I'm not sure on uh, sort of team news for this one yet. I hadn't seen anything that had come out yet. Um, on the Chelsea side, obviously, they have to win this game. Um although a draw may be good enough depending on the other results. And they've got the Champions League final in seven days. Does that factor into it? So we have on one hand, we've got something riding on this game. Um on the other hand, you know, are they gonna put out their strongest side? Uh Villa, I think Villa will go for it. They seem to be the kind of team that just, you know, wanna score goals and every game I've watched recently you know, especially beating Spurs last week, which really screwed me in the first leg of um, the scoff. Look, they've look; they looked pretty good. What do you think, Callum?
2: Yeah, I have just looked at those prices and it was going to be one of those games that I'd probably avoid because of exactly those reasons. Chelsea, not quite sure what they're going to put out. Obviously, yes, they need to win, but they've also got a big game. Villa, not really got a lot riding on it. But Jack Green at 6.1 and Ollie Watkins at 6.2. While I don't expect them to haul massively, if I need a little bit of a budget, option going forward. Um, I'm probably not sure Jack Grealish has been that price probably for a lot of this season. So I think um, Grealish at 6.1, Watkins at 6.2 are potentially, you know, they're they're potentially options to go with. And so I'm going to quick look at the Chelsea. Ah, See, Chelsea look very expensive to me. Away at Villa. I mean, don't get me wrong, we probably made Villa look better than they are, but they're not a bad side. So If anything, I think after looking at those prices, Grealish and Watkins are slightly tempting. They are slightly tempting to get an attack and return. For those prices. all you need is kind of one attack and return. They've pretty much done their job, and then you can go some big hitters elsewhere. So I think, yeah, if I'm going to take anything from this game, it may be a little bit of a Grealish-Watkins double-up.
0: The thing is about this slate that if you don't play Chelsea and you don't play Arsenal, you're Mm -hmm. led down the Liverpool path. Liverpool have theoretically got the easiest game on the slate, but they're playing against Palace, who, you know, historically we haven't got a particularly good record against and we have played well over the last sort of eight games. Um, But I still worry about this one. Um, What do you think on this game, Ben?
1: Um, Similar thoughts. I think I'm looking at those Villa prices um, and that's quite tempting. I I played them on the weekend, you know, kind of similar fixture although obviously tilts here a little bit tougher um but yeah um Watkins got that goal Grealish isn't looking quite up to speed yet which is understandable um but you know he's Grealish um so he has a chance of doing something special um so yeah I think so yeah and I understand what you're saying but I I just don't I don't think I want to go for Chelsea attackers. I just think they will, they will like probably, if they get one or two up, they'll probably just stop there. I, I can't see them going for it really. They have no reason to. So, um, I probably won't be going for Chelsea.
0: Yeah, I sort of agree with that. I really would like to in one line at play Werner, but the problem is that if he doesn't start and he gets rested, then I don't think Tammy Abraham or uh, Olivier Giroud will get a game. They don't seem to. It seems to be more likely that they go to um, Kai Havertz and play him in sort of a a false nine position.
1: It will be interesting because obviously we're going to have all the lineups. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So it's going to be, there could be some strange um, starters there. So, I mean, I'm going to build my team, but it's going to be quite, Attempting to make some changes because there's a good chance to put some differentials in there this week.
0: Of course, you're representing fan team focus at Fulham yeah. this weekend as well. So <laughs> you're ducking out to the yeah. toilet to uh fake having to go to the loo to set your lineups for an hour.
1: I know, and there's a champagne lunch to start as well. So gonna <laughs> be challenging. So we can oh.
0: expect some dodgy Ben lineups then. <laughs>
2: When we see Harry Kane in there, we'll know something's gone wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you on them. Uh, I, mean, I, I would like to play them just because I think that they don't look like the kind of team, although you said they may settle for one or two, they don't look like the kind of team that want to settle for one or two. So it, theoretically, this game could go off. It could be like a, you know, and Villa want to score as well. So this you know, on paper, this looks like the kind of game that could go after me. But um, playing Chelsea is just so expensive. And also, I do all want to bet against Liverpool. Um, yeah, it's a tough one, tough one, this game. It's a tough slate, really. It's a really
1: um,
0: tough set. Right, let's move on to the game that Ben's actually going to be at. Fulham at home in their final game of the Premier League until they get promoted again next season against a resurgent Newcastle United um, we need to, what's your thoughts on this one, Ben?
1: Um, well, yeah, I've been really impressed with Newcastle lately. Um, so their attacking options are looking quite tempting. I just need to look at their prices a second. Yeah, I mean they're not too expensive either. Um, that's I could I could see that being quite tempting. I, I mean I'm going to be in a funny position though if I put Newcastle players in my side, especially if I put into the Scoff side. But um, yeah, they look. Quite good. I mean, Fulham played all right against Man United. Got a decent. Look at result. their prices.
0: Have you looked at the Fulham
1: prices? Are they read more... nearly 10 million? Ah, yeah, no. I so, see. Yeah, looking at that, I'm thinking Newcastle definitely. Um I haven't
0: looked at the odds for this game, but
1: so yeah, oh, Fulham, Fulham are are favourites like... for this game. Yeah, Fulham like favourites for this game. Which quite I find surprising. Hard. Yeah, I think that's quite surprising. So they're just over evens um yeah that's quite but again i think there's gonna be goals it's gonna be a different because obviously Fulham generally play um quite cagey there's not a load of goals in their game but i do see this being a bit different i do see both teams going for it so it might be a good
0: we've got ben frozen ben on the screen there but uh chuck it over to callum what do you reckon callum
2: yeah, one of those games that is, is kind of very strange. I I really liked. Fulham had a bit of the season where they actually looked really good. And I don't know if that was just because they had a a nice run. Lookman kind of got into form. Obviously, Josh Madger came in and kind of scored a couple of goals quite early. And then they just seem to have turned into this team that just cannot score to save their lives. And I, I quite like the way they play. And I still think they've got quite a nice few players. But again... Looking at those prices, there's absolutely not a chance I'm going anywhere near Fulham. However, Newcastle obviously have improved quite a bit. Joe Willock just seems to score goal after goal. I think he's got six goals in a row, which is like the, the youngest player to do that in the Premier League. So it, I keep thinking there's no way he's going to score the next game week, but then he seems to seems to do that. So Willock at seven point eight is very tempting. I oh, always like John Joe Shelby. He's kind of a, a 90 minute man. He's also he does get booked quite a lot, but it's kind of over a lot of set pieces. And uh, I feel like, you know, 6.7, he can always pop up with something. And again, it's kind of Jolington, and even at 7.9 is a little bit tempting for me. So yeah, um, I quite like Newcastle and that, you know, I could see Willocks and Maximan Almiron, Shelby, someone along those lines, probably popping into my lineups, potentially, actually, potentially. Going with Newcastle defenders, I don't fancy a lot of clean sheets, but I could stick in a Fernandes at five point eight and a Dummett at five point seven. If they don't really hit anything, it doesn't really matter because I can go big elsewhere. So actually, you know what? The Newcastle defense might might tempt me there. Might tempt me.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. I did a couple of lineups already, and I know that Newcastle defense is in at least one of them, maybe both of them. Um, Shelby is the kind of player that often crops up with goals he hasn't recently and I looked on his sort of heat maps it looks like he's been playing a little bit deeper but he still takes the old shot from outside the box and you know it really wouldn't surprise me if he creeps up with a goal um the only thing that worries me and obviously as Ben said earlier we're going to see the team news for this for all of the games um a few of their guys were sort of walking windy last week I know Saint Maximan was lying on the floor for about a couple of minutes and Dubravka had a heavily bandaged thigh. I think he's got his hammy. Um, and if he doesn't play, then their reserve goalkeeper is also injured. So you, then you're going down to Gillespie and people like that. But um, yeah, it's a tricky one. But yeah, definitely definitely the only people I will be playing on this side will be Newcastle. I just can't justify paying nearly £10 million for Bobby Reid when he hasn't scored for a while and he plays for Fulham. So let's move on to the next game. And the next game should be an interesting one as well. We've got Leeds who have been playing very well recently. They've been playing pretty well all season. And they're at home against West Brom and Jalbiam. um The only injury news that I've seen for this one is that uh, Pereira could be out. Um, so potentially played his last game for West Brom. Um, ben has managed to unfreeze himself. We've got Crystal clear footage of him right now, which I'm assuming means we will better to hear him. What do you reckon on this one, Ben?
1: Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm <laughs> blaming the wind. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, for me, it's all about Leeds attackers in this one. When I was doing my dummy line um, I, I they kept appearing. Um, so, without Pereira, I think West Brom will really struggle, um, if that is true, if he's out He is their real only good attacking outlet. Um, So, again, I suppose defence also could be an option, but they might be a bit pricey. And my plan was to go for quite cheap defence. Yeah, no, for for me, Leeds, definitely.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Callum? Any thoughts on that? Nothing
2: else to add apart from the fact, yeah, Leeds are going to be very heavy. Bielsa seems to have turned them into, uh, at the minute, there was always kind of the the things about Bielsa, wasn't there? That Oh, they can't do it across the whole season. You know, he works them too hard. They fade out towards the end of the year and then. They just go to rubbish, but it seems to literally have been the complete opposite. And the last kind of month to to six weeks, Leeds have been pretty much outstanding with kind of Rafinha missing, who's obviously Phillips has missed for a lot of the season, kind of their their key players. So, uh, I mean, I know Leeds fans literally adore Bielsa and we're kind of starting to see potentially, you know, if Leeds get... Back in and some decent signings this summer are very, very interesting to see the state of Leeds next year and if they can kind of get back to that top six, top eight kind of Manchester. So I think they'll probably finish around ninth or tenth this season. But yeah, I really, really like Leeds this weekend. Rafinha, obviously, Bamford. Um, even Klitsch grin in the out last week. So, yeah, I I'll, I'll, won't be looking at defenders, but I'll definitely be looking at Leeds attackers. And like I said, kind of by going even Newcastle, cheap defence or, you know, Villa with, with the Grealish or the Watkins should leave me the money, even though they're quite expensive. So, yeah, all in on Leeds this weekend.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think everybody's going to be exactly the same. So, if he did want to play the differential game, then choosing the West Brom defence, you know, 0-0 is... Unlikely, but it's not completely out of their own possibility. Um, I can't see West Brom scoring more than you know, maybe one, and that's if Pereira is playing. Um, but strange things have happened. Uh, Sam Johnston is five million. I think he's one of the cheapest goalkeepers on the slate, and he's interesting only from the point of view that he may save quite a lot of shots. Leeds do tend to sort of shoot from all over the shop, so playing him isn't you know completely out of the question although from looking at it i really don't think that you're going to need the budget um i managed to build a couple of lineups one when there was two million left over um so i don't think it's going to be a particularly difficult slate the only difficult difficulty is going to be finding the goals uh right let's move on to the next game we have leicester city who have to win They thought it was a difficult game when they saw it on the fixture list at the start of the season. Now they're probably thinking it's a home banker. What do you reckon, Callum? Do you agree?
2: Yes. (laughs) I think I do. I think I do. Um, There's just some games that I just don't... uh, You know when I want to be different in the last game week? Things are going to be random and there's going to be random results. There's going to be random players scoring. So I'm probably... As much as I've just said, you know I'm going to go Leeds heavy, etc. I might just go random. It's five pound. I think is it ten k to the winner, or have I made that up? I no, think it's no, 10, ten k 10K to the to winner.
0: winner. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So I'm not playing it safe this weekend. I'm not going with a lineup that everyone goes. Oh yeah, I will have some of them. I'm going all out. I'm going random. So no, I'm avoiding.
0: So you're avoiding the game, or you're avoiding Spurs,
2: Bull, uh, avoiding Leicester because. <laughs> They are the obvious player because Spurs are shite. So I might play Spurs, but then they're also cheap. So other people will play Spurs. So I'm just going to avoid it because it'll probably be crap. Then we'll lose like 2 3 nil. I think, genuinely. Assuming are, Leicester are zero. quite big
0: favourites. I would
2: assume so. I don't even know. Um, by the
0: prices, we've got Vardy at 11.2 million. And we've got um, Kane probably at the cheapest price the whole season at 8.9 million.
2: Yeah, I'm um, I'm all over. I'm all over Iheanacho. But I don't know if it's going to be a popular pick. I'm hoping maybe it's not. So actually, you know, me going Leicester heavy could be the differentials that, that farm me to the top when Leicester win 4-0 and, and Kane waves goodbye and Spurs crumble into the, the distant memory of when they used to be good.
0: It was a long time ago before I was born. <laughs> yeah, you are right. What about you, Ben? What do you reckon on this game? It's an interesting one.
1: Yeah, I was all ready to pick Leicester players um until I saw the prices. And then it's just a little bit expensive. Um, no doubt because of the odds. And and then yeah, seeing Kane and Son that cheap, it's like, oh they are very cheap to have um such good attacking options at that price. But I don't know. I really don't see Tottenham getting anything out of that game. I could see their heads going down. Uh, Leicester really want to go for it. They can theoretically um, catch Liverpool. You know, I think they need like a four, five goal swing or something, but I could see them really going for it. Um, so, yeah. they have got nothing to lose, that, have they? So, Yeah, exactly. With that, I'm not too sure because I just don't see how the game's going to play out. Um, I, could, I could go quite heavy on Leicester, and then you know kane pops up with a goal and it gets a lot tighter i don't know i don't know i'll be honest
0: got your head in the scrambler Mm. yeah it's interesting one i i um when i first saw the the, uh the prices come out i looked at uh spurs and thought god they're going to be popular and then i thought about it a bit more and i thought actually they're probably not leicester everyone's going to want to play leicester um, they have to go for it but the lesser prices are expensive. So I think you can probably do two stacks of expensive players if you go cheap on the defense, which I think is probably the optimal way to go final day of the season. Um, as Callum said earlier that the you know there's a, such a increase in uh, goals final in per game final game final games of the season final game week that um, it's difficult to justify sort of paying it for any defenders but yeah let's move on to Liverpool who have been playing pretty well recently I think the scoreline flattered them a little bit against Burnley early in the week and Burnley could have taken the lead quite easily uh, they're at home against Crystal Palace they're the most expensive players on the slate they have to win if to win um, Salah's going for the golden boot which we probably forgot to mention in the last game actually that Kane is going for the golden boot as well I'm assuming that he you know, will definitely want to win that but um, I don't know on this game it's a tr- tricky one, I'm not sure, really sure uh, whether to stack Liverpool what do you reckon Ben?
1: Tempted to avoid Liverpool I think um, Do you think they'll was- be
0: popular for the because they're
1: the most expensive. Yeah, and I think, you know, Salah going for the goal. But I think, what was he, 50%? At least he was in the scoff anyway, It was 50%. Um, ownership. Uh, I could see it maybe not being that high this week because there's so many options, but I could still see him being one of the most highly owned. Um, and I wasn't impressed with them against Burnley. I think that scoreline really flattered them. And Crystal Palace have a similar kind of setup. Um and I think you know Roy Hodgson. It's his last game. Uh, he has history with Liverpool. I could see them being quite up for it. I could see it being quite tight. So for those prices, I think I'm out. Um, yeah, I think so. And I think I will would like to go a bit different, like Callum was saying. I would like to try and go a different way than most people are. If it's ten thousand for first place, um, it's you know that's a big proportion of the prize ball. so some I think a team that's quite different or or win that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I sort of agree. I've sort of you're talking me out out of Liverpool oh, no. at the moment. What about you, Callum?
2: All I've got is in my head. Is every time Liverpool were at home to Crystal Palace, Palace beat them like two-one on the break or something. I don't even yeah. know if that's, that's how i me feel making it. it up. But literally every time, it's like a Benteke or a Zaha or someone does something really good, and they always get them on the break. And just looking at like Zaha five-point-eight, Andros Townsend at four-point-nine. Now that Eze is kind of out, he hopefully should play a lot more. Ben Take's obviously been on fire at 5.7, but I think he's he might be slightly injured. I think I saw somewhere. So I'm gonna avoid Liverpool because I don't really yeah, like I said, like Ben said as well, it's gonna be a very popular pick. So I'm gonna stay away. Potentially the the Zaha or the Townsends may make their way into my lineup because yeah, I've just got a vision. Every time it's like Palace just sit back, counter, and Liverpool can't deal with it. So that is yeah, that's potentially my go-to. I probably won't put either in, but if I'm going to do any, it's more than likely to be Palace attackers.
0: Yeah, I think you've both talked me out of Liverpool. <laughs> now I think we're not going to make the Champions League. Now I'm depressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next game. This one has absolutely nothing riding on it, and I think we can probably expect some fairly hefty pep roulette. Um, Obviously, we'll get the team news before. Um, The only thing that's factoring into this, and factoring into a lot of the games again this season, uh, sorry, this game week, is the home teams will have supporters in, and not only will they have supporters in man city the etihad they will be presented with the premiership trophy so generally those sort of teams they like to go out with a win um doesn't really tempt me into playing them
2: to be fair that is one stadium where fans don't really make a difference because they are (laughs) their fans are probably the worst in the league and i think arsenal fans are pretty bad but man city fans are worse i went away to the etihad once um Probably about three years ago now. Where I think we, we lost like four nil, say stupid. But they were the quietest fans I've ever heard. Genuinely, and they're all plastics, and it really frustrates me. But I'd <laughs> rather be a, I'd rather be a plastic fan and be winning trophies every year as well. So I might make <laughs> I might make the switch next year to City. I don't know yet.
0: And they're expensive this week as well.
2: Yeah. No. The, the, yeah. Man City is probably no for me. That lineup is going to be a very very strange lineup. I guess Aguero is probably going to be the sentimental one, isn't it? Last game for Man City, he'll be on penalties. He'll everyone will want him to score. Um, I don't know. know Absolutely not. What's his price? Twelve point seven. That's actually not too high considering. The Liverpool price, So yeah, maybe Aguero just because the sentiment, those kind of things tend to happen that way, don't they? Someone's last game has been there for ages. They tend to to get a penalty or a, a goal or something. So yeah, potentially Aguero, but apart from that, no, Everton will will be staying away. And Man City could be anything. So yeah, Aguero
0: or nothing. I think for me, would you reckon, Ben? Any thoughts on this one? it's a Weird yeah. game.
1: Yeah, see, I'm tempted. It will depend on lineups. Um, So obviously, we'll see them. And if, you know, De Bruyne and Foden, and and, um, well, Maras isn't on here, so I expect he's not expected to start. Um, But, you know, if they have their strongest lineup, I could get tempted into it. And then I could see them winning three or four nil. so, yeah, it's one... I usually say I won't go for City, but just because I get to see that line that way, I'm tempted into it.
0: Yeah, I don't know why Maris isn't on that list, because he's not injured and he's not suspended. So, yeah, it's a strange one. Um, the only player that is suspended, obviously, is Cancelo, who got sent off last game. So, I guess we can assume that Walker Walker's going to play, but, you know, they're just a bit expensive. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I just can't, I can't really justify the prices of some of these guys. I think Edison needs a clean sheet to sort of secure the Golden Glove or whatever. Um, oh, he was hoping to get it last game, but obviously they conceded. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I, uh, Aguero's just generally looked off the pace, so I, I agree with Callum that, you know, if they get a penalty or something, I would be very surprised if he's not the guy to take it if he's on the pitch, but... I don't know. It's all a bit of a weird one, this one. I can see them you, you, mixing in. Sorry, do you think it will be
1: highly owned?
0: I don't, no. no. They play against Everton and Everton have got reasonably defensively sound as well.
1: Yeah, it's an expense it's expensive options considering they're playing someone like Everton. Hmm.
0: More confusion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not being that helpful, are we? It's a really hard slate.
0: Everton are a bit cheaper. I mean, you can get Gilfie for 5.8. I don't think so, I'd be going near Everton. They're City going near Everton.
1: Machine, aren't they
0: oh, they would be the, you know, they will definitely be low-owned, Everton. Mm. You know, 5.8 million, if he gets a penalty and you know, golden assist, he could be the slate-breaker.
1: They're a good pick on the weekend.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. It's so tricky this slate. But honestly after doing this so far I'm more confused than when I started before I was quite clear with the route I was going down I was going to pick Liverpool players back my I team I did tell
2: but... you just go with the Eurovision it's a lot clearer you just pick your five countries and you can just watch it in peace you ain't got to worry about all this malarkey with prices
0: <laughs> right let's move on to the, the next game we've got Sheffield United at home against Burnley wow what a belter uh, Sheffield United have actually looked a bit better recently, they play against Burnley you have also looked a bit better recently, it's a game I definitely won't be watching and I'd be very surprised if it's on early on Match of the Day I imagine this will be on the tail end of the programme um, maybe two goals, 2-1 two, you know, and that's a goal fest for this one uh, Ben, what do you reckon? Um,
1: for me <clears throat> both could appear in my defence I think Yeah, defence um,
0: the only way yeah
1: yeah, I think they're not either. Oh, Burnley defence slightly more expensive than Sheffield United, understandably. But, yeah, I could see either side nicking a clean sheet and therefore I'd probably go with the cheaper there uh, with Sheffield United. Um, also like Bogle as well if he starts because he can actually score as well. Um, so that could be a good option. Bogle and and uh, Ramsdale perhaps. Um so yeah, but that's it. Certainly not attacking options, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I think they're both fullbacks. Though the, the two that they had last season, Baldock and uh, Ender Stevens, they you know popped up with I think sort of five goals each last season. Um, this year, uh, Baldock's been injured for a lot of the season, and Ender Stevens has been sort of a converted centre back. Um, so at home against Burnley I am tempted they obviously look like that, you know they're keen to get at least another win or you know keep trying keep pushing so you know I sort of agree with you on their defence and you know I think they have some goal upside as well Callum any thoughts on this one no
2: nothing to add at all mate
0: too bad. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the penultimate game we've got Ben's team who have Looked okay earlier in the week, but their form has dipped a bit recently and they're at home against Southampton. Southampton are quite cheap. What do you reckon, Ben?
1: Um, It's not that appealing for me because West Ham just need a point um, to get the Europa, can't get Champions League um haven't, haven't said that we are you know we tend to be quite free scoring at the moment and concede goals as well um but looking at those prices uh, for west ham i don't i don't think so i think they're too expensive southampton probably if anything is more tempting um because we have been leaking goals and you can get warpras for 6.9 million and ings for 7.1 see that's much more appealing to me rather than I think it was £11 for Lingard. Um, I see this game being close. could go either way. So, yes, um, probably Southampton over West Ham.
0: Yeah, Chad Adams is definitely out, I think, for this one as well. He's done for the year now, which means um, I think Ings is probably more likely to finish the game because obviously he didn't play the last one. And then also he taken off didn't he about half time or not enough to half time the game for that um, but at 7.1 million all you need is a goal um, yeah it's a tricky one but I I don't know I think West Ham could be tempt me just because the prices um, if I can find budget elsewhere I think they'll be low-earned um, and that's what I'm looking for in this one there's only one competition there's 10 grand up top and Second place doesn't even get two grand at the moment. Although I imagine the more people enter, that'll pad out. Um, So you are going to have to, if you're after that first prize, you're going to have to pick a unique lineup. You're going to have to go, you know, a little bit off the, off the beaten path. What do you reckon, Callum?
2: Yeah, I am very much liking the the West Ham. It's a massive game for them. You know, probably one of the biggest in there. I know they've probably got Europa League settled now, but on the off chance, you know, when they could get somewhere, you know, crazy. So I really like West Ham. You know, Lingard's been off the ball, so I don't think I'll look to him, but I don't know, just Suchek at 10.8. Just, I love Suchek and he's not going to be highly owned. He'll probably be two, three percent. I'd maybe guess at that price and I think he's got a lot of potential to, you know, he plays night every week and we know how good he is in the air. He's popped up with probably, off the top of my head, eight-ish probably goals this season. Um, Obviously, Declan Rice missed a penalty, which could probably put Antonio maybe back into that fold. So, yeah, uh, I think an Antonio-Suchek double could be making their way into my lineup this weekend, I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that could be a good move. I think that their price will put a lot of uh, a lot of people off and therefore they'll keep them low-owned. And I think about this time last year, didn't Antonio score four in a game? Not saying he's yeah. going to do that again. Don't hold that to me, but... So, <laughs> you know he has the potential for these kind of games Uh, and Suchek it's interesting that when he didn't score for ages with uh, Declan Rice out of the team because he had to play a much more defensive role now with Declan Rice back in first week he comes back he immediately bags a goal well two if you count the own goal but um, he started finding the back of the net so yeah I quite like that
1: you've got a lot more confidence than me I'd say go Southampton
2: (laughs) Always back against your own team, and you can't be disappointed, can you?
0: <laughs> well, let's move on to the final game of this slate, and that is a Wolverhampton, and they are at home against Manchester United. Nunu's last game in charge. Um, Man United. Oli has come out and said they're definitely going to be some rotation. He said Dan James will definitely be playing a part. Um, I assume we can see, you know, people like Diallo's probably going to play uh matter maybe as well could be his last game for united um what's your thoughts on this one ben
1: well man united's prices are quite appealing but i guess this is all based on the fact that they have um a european final not long after um but looking at the clean sheet percentages um they are oh oh sorry <laughs> no I got them mixed up with Man City. No, <laughs> they are very good. So take that back. Um, yeah, it's a funny one. I'm not sure. It's one of those kind of games. I don't know which way it's going to go. Um, uh, but the prices are kind of in that midway point. Um, so they're I'm probably less- to go for Wolves,
0: but Wolves are pretty yeah. expensive for what they've yeah, done. Yeah,
1: that's recently. the thing. I mean, Wolves are favourite for this match. I think. So, which again surprises me, but yeah, probably makes sense based on um, what will probably be a slightly weakened Man United lineup. Um, I'm not sure. That's my <laughs> brilliant opinion on that one.
0: Yeah. What about you, Callum? Can you fill us in on this one? Can you help us out? No.
2: Who, who's even playing? Who are we talking about? Man United versus who? Wolves. Wolves, they're both shit, aren't they? Nah Wolves, um, nah, Wolves are rubbish. Nuno last game, I don't think it'll make any difference. Um, all I'll say on that is if Nuno comes to Spurs, I'll be gutted. I wouldn't want him at all. I think he's done. Um, is that on the cards then? Well, Apparently so, yeah. He's, the bookies have stuck in his favourite, but I think that's only because there's no one else at the minute. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I don't like his style of football, it's a little bit too a little bit too rigid for me I
0: it's think he hasn't signed uh, a new contract yeah and his it's first what North North happens one. when the people get made favorite for the job isn't it exactly Who uh, um pochettino back <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. i actually everyone that's been i think they've said it's a four-man shortlist which is potter um an old Graham bloke potter. Used to be, yeah, yeah um he used to be at leipzig some old bloke I Can't remember his name um someone else and someone else I can't even remember now um, Martinez Roberto Martinez no <laughs> and the last one was I can't remember but yeah, yeah none of them I don't even know we need someone that is going to come in and have the biggest rebuild possible because 90% of our squad is horrendous Kane obviously now wants to leave I genuinely I know people sound stupid I don't think he'll leave I don't think I don't think Levy Levy holds the cards. We all know how much of bell and Levy can be. Um, you know, can a club pay 150, 200 million for him? I don't think Levy will accept that. And kind of the ball is fully in Levy's court and he'll only sell him if it's a big old offer. So I, I can't really see him going. But whoever comes in needs to be someone that is going to play exciting football, attacking football, reconnects. The fans, the club, I've never seen such a discontent, like genuinely just on Twitter going through Spurs stuff. Everyone's just, its you've just had enough of everything that has gone on in the last five, well, three, four, five years, I guess. Um, but at the same time, and without saying this just a Spurs podcast, you know, all these is going on about, oh, you know, I want to win trophies. In the last like six years... We've had so many opportunities to do that. And I was going to find it because it was on a something my brother sent me earlier on here. Is. So, you know, I need to leave Tottenham to win trophies. However, over the last five, six years, they've been in the Champions League final, two League Cup finals, a League Cup semi-final, two FA Cup semi-finals and two title challenges. So actually, you know, don't get me wrong, I love Harry Kane to bits, but what has he done in any of those big games? And it's all very well in turning around saying, oh, I want to win trophies." He's had the chance to step up in those big games and win us a trophy, and he's not done it. So well, he's normally of... injured,
0: isn't he? So probably well, by he's... then he's got on a comeback.
2: Yeah, but so I don't know. I'm a broken football fan at the minute, and that's probably why I'm so dis That's not the right word. Unattached to any DFS or fancy or any football something at the minute because I don't like watching it. So I'm hoping that the Euros is going to be a big like get away from Spurs. I'm going to start. Going in you mean the Euros
0: or do you mean the Eurovision?
2: <laughs> Eurovision is the start, I think. Um, and, then, and then I'm hoping the Euros is going to be a big distraction and, and something that I can really get involved in and hopefully find the love again and proper get back into it for next year when things will hopefully be different. But anyway, on the answer to my question of Man United Wolves,
0: I ain't got a <laughs> clue. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. It's a weird game. Based on the fact that they, uh, Man United are going to chuck out a, you know, a fairly ropey side, then you'd be tempted to go Wolves, but paying for those prices for the Wolves players doesn't appeal at all. Anything more to add on that one, Ben?
1: I think it's meant to be a lower scoring match um, than the others when I look at the odds. So, yeah, that just kind of generally makes me stay away from it. That's quite an easy decision when you don't know what is, which way it's going to go. The defence aren't cheap enough to... Take a punt on that. Uh, those hacking options. Wolves don't really have any. Man United could be pretty ropey as well, depending on what they put out. Now, nah, I think it's just a leave it alone match.
0: Yep, completely agree. So, my point of thoughts for this tournament. And before we move on to the next thing, is as I said before, ten grand up top, not even two grand for second. Go for a unique lineup. Go for a build that you think. Is not going to be incredibly popular because if it is and it comes in, then you need to hit the the absolute nuts to win. Um, whereas if you pick the, or captain, you know, slightly off the cuff player, you know, uh, captain Adama Traore and he comes up with two goals or something like that. Those are the kind of ones that can be slate breakers. So only one tournament, have a think about it. But, you know, that's the way I'll be going. Well, let's have a little quick chat about the eurovision I've got the uh, the tournament up on the screen yes I haven't watched <laughs> eurovision for a few years it has got me excited yeah and it looks like you have to pick different tiers but they have got the prices you've got a budget of a hundred million there's one competition there's two two thousand seven hundred pounds three thousand euros at top um five euros to and uh, and you pick your teams. I guess the odds are going to be based primarily on. Uh, sorry, the, the prices are primarily based on um, the odds. Because I can't. Do, you want, my, do is... you want
2: my top tips here, David? Yeah, because you know them. I've got uh <laughs> I've got pre-blog advice. Obviously, that will go out. This obviously will go out after the blog. However, from our um, Eurovision expert in, in Mr. Tom Mitchum, he's given me <laughs> it's to start with, it says do your own research. <laughs> but then after that, it says Italy and France, go for them. Number so two, that, in your you tier two pick, you two
0: favorites there. Yeah.
2: Yep. Tier two pick, Ukraine. He's put it's Marmite, but I like Marmite. So I'm all over that one. Tier three, a tricky selection with Sweden, San Marino, and Russia all having appeal. Tier 4, Serbia. Tier 5, Moldova. And uh, that's it. Doesn't so that look like are, an exceptional... Are, keep
0: saying football. The cheapest band or group. Are.
2: Yeah, I just don't even know where this has come from. But, but that's off to Fantive I'm very excited. This is the sort of thing that gets me going. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that.
0: The cheapest group on the the whole thing, United Kingdom. Shock, mate.
2: I I saw, um, I don't even know who our bloke is, but I bet he's useless. We always
1: pick rubbish ones. Plus, add on Brexit into that. We're not the most popular.
2: (laughs) That is very, very true. Yeah. I'll be lucky if we get a
0: point. But uh, I do like some of the names of the bands. For Russia, the band's called Russian Women.
2: The, see, pretty imaginative <laughs> the trouble is it's always the ones that I like they're always the ones that no one votes for and then it's just everyone votes their friends do not they like you know that we don't get any votes Ireland will give us a few if Ireland still have I don't even know if Ireland still gets a vote anymore Malta always give us a few because they like us and that's it's here and everyone else hates us so we just get zero but it is you know I can't say I'll be watching it I'll probably be at the pub because I've hopefully got a better life than watching Eurovision on a Saturday night but who knows <laughs>
0: i'll definitely work an entry in but it doesn't look like Islander in there it looks like a slightly truncated i don't know whether they've just given us uh, a few teams to choose from or whether yeah, but i think even if they're not singing
2: they can still vote like the country still vote
0: oh i see okay yeah you see and come no... on david get up to grips with it <laughs> callum he's that resident eurovision expert
2: well, honestly i love it it's great viewing i'll even stick it on record if i don't get to watch it live
0: <laughs> have a few beers and watch that what do you reckon, yeah. Ben? Oh God! Yeah, Any knowledge?
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't watched it for about twenty years. I don't reckon. Um, Terry Wogan, I think, was probably commentator. <laughs> so love time I Terry it. on there. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't got. I just know that we do terribly, and that's it. That's all I got.
0: Yeah. Bring back. <laughs> Cheers, movie, ben.
1: Yeah. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, that's our that's our insights into the Eurovision. Um, as I said, this is the final game week of the Premier League season, but it's not the end for us. We will be back doing team profile, a group profile, sorry, over the next few weeks leading up into the Euros. I guess that means we're going to be doing two a week. Um, we'll be talking through the groups. Uh, we've got most of the uh, team profiles up on the website. The rest will be going up over the next week or two and everything moves on to that so whilst there won't be football to watch there will be podcasts to listen to we're going to break the groups down we're going to give you our thoughts we're going to look through the players when all of the teams have been released i think we've only got a few so far um anything you want to add on top of that ben uh, sorry callum
2: no, just obviously we have got a lot around the corner. Um I've literally, as we were doing this, I've sent the kind of the content schedule to our, to our graphics man, Joe, FPF, uh, FPL graphics. And I'm sure that'll be circulated on social media very soon. So yeah, we've got loads going. We've got, I'm not going to put any spoilers out because I'll get I'll get showered out by everyone else. But yeah, there, there's lots of good stuff going on to the Euros. And obviously, like I said, we're we're well pumped for it. And I think probably the whole the whole country and the whole kind of, of Europe are. So yeah, it definitely make sure that you are kind of following us on Twitter because obviously that's where our main announcements go. And also onto the Discord as there'll be loads of kind of private Discord-only competitions, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, very exciting time for us, definitely.
1: Cool. Anything you and I, Ben, Oh, yeah, just really looking forward to the Euros. And I think our Discord is going to be a great place during that time because, well, I'll certainly be trying to discuss strategy with other people. Um, I really want a winner to come from Fan Team Focus and our group. Um, it would be amazing because it's like a life changing sum of money. And so. How um, many teams
0: do you reckon you all enter?
1: I'm up to 18 now. And that's already 18. more than I 18, yeah. Uh, I keep entering the satellites and I keep. I tend to be doing quite well on them. So I'm more, I'll probably, I'll, I'll keep on going and see how many I get. I don't know. It was a 10 I wanted originally.
0: it will be interesting, will not it? Because I I'm they're going to be wanting to run satellites over the next few weeks. Uh, but obviously there's no football. So I don't know what they're going to be on. Maybe we'll all have to take up different sports or get well into
2: Eurovision. <laughs> 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 they should whack a satellite on for Euros because you know, I've got my five articles five articles I've just read eight articles on my phone and said that I've got my five tickets and that is more than enough for me because I'm not very good at managing them and, and then I forget so I'm happy with my five but yeah I'm very very excited to to get going on the US it's just been nice to watch different football I feel like this has been so full-on this season that I'm bored of watching Premier League football it needs to be different I'm sure we we'll always there's always a few kind of stars that jump out that you know really make their name for themselves and I'm going to say it quietly, but I half fancy England's chances, I think.
0: Oh, don't say that. Oh Yeah, no,
2: I know. I hope it that. kills and you. No, our, our defence is probably not good enough, but going forward, it certainly excites me.
1: I can see us getting knocked out of the group stages.
2: Oh, ben, don't say that, for <laughs> God's yeah. sake.
1: We'll, no, draw against, <laughs> we'll draw against Croatia.
2: Yeah, agree.
1: Lose against Scotland. <laughs> don't say that. In that last match no. a graphics no, no.
0: person and uh co-owner of uh Fantine Focus Joe <laughs> FPL graphics is uh he's a Scot- Scottish man so I imagine he'll be quite happy with what you just uh
2: I'll tell you what I'll say one thing I didn't realize how good a player John McGuinness until I watched him in fall against Spurs he is Incredible, and I think I really just because like Grealish gets all obviously all the plaudits, and
1: I think Scotland will be a tough match. Obviously, they're gonna be so up for it, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, they have some good players as well.
2: Yeah, like Tom and A Gilmore. I don't even know if Gilmore starts in the squad, like Tom and A Gilmore.
1: Um, they got Tierney you know, like, and McGinn. Robertson, obviously.
2: yeah, Tierney, Robertson, and Shea Adams, I assume, up top.
1: Yeah, um, so,
2: you, know, they've, you
0: get Shane Adams. <laughs> yeah.
2: They have got they've got a half decent squad, but at the same time they are rubbish, so
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting. But anyway, let's not waste all our Euro chat now. I'm sure uh, Callum will get us all the more excited and uh, revved up, expecting an England win, only for us, as Ben said, to get knocked out in the first round. Um but yeah, we've got all that coming up. We'll try and do two a week. Or um I'm trying to how many groups are there? I forget. Is it six yeah? Six
2: 26.
0: groups, so yeah, sort of average two roughly two a week. Um and we'll be starting them towards the end of next week. Um apart from that, good luck in the big contest this week, the Eurovision one. And also if you play the the football frenzy finale as well, good luck in that. Uh so it's a goodbye from us and we'll speak to you soon.